to head on goal, and Jordan Morris has done it. Appealing in vain for offside, the Chicago Fire defenders. Jordan Morris from the doorstep saves the day for the Sounders. the other way. Look who's running hard after defensively. Wayne Rooney, the net is empty. Big collision by the captain. That is unbelievable effort. Rooney putting one up. Bacosta. Hello and welcome to the Stateside Soccer Show. My name is Jordan Wiegand. With me, as always, is Logan Stump. And I, I, I do want to just shout out here. I want to um, relay a message to a, a very special someone here. That's for Messi. Uh, we'll get into that. Messi to Miami? Question mark. That's his intent, right? Uh, but we'll see exactly how this deal shakes out. Nothing's official, official. But how are you today, Logan? Wow, completely missed that news today. That's exciting. Um, no, <laughs> I think I don't know how you that. could, because like you said offline, uh, people that don't even follow soccer were reaching out to both of us. Like, what's going on with this? Is this a big yeah. deal? Like, yes, it is a very big deal. Yeah. Um, it, it was it was nuts because like right around three thirty or so, no, nah, I guess not nah, a bit before that, the rumblings started and uh, I work for a British company, um, and obviously they've got tons of people that work over there that are fans of the Premier League and following European soccer. So it was interesting because they were all like, "Oh my gosh, like we're going to have to come to the states to see Messi play in the United States." Like that's it's so mind boggling to me, like that this could. Like I don't know why they would though. They they could have just went to a champions. I don't. I don't yeah, any, I don't get any time. <laughs> I think what it is, George, it, like it, it's not only the allure of that, but people love Miami. Like people, uh, they want to go to Miami. So hello, Star Wars uh, Satan. Thank you for coming back. Yeah, he's back, ready for it. Um, but my goodness, uh, I mean, we'll get into how much this means and for the league, for the team for everything but my gosh um and for, hold on for the change. listeners for the listeners i'm talking about a commenter i'm not just thinking i'm calling my messy like star wars <laughs> satan or anything uh that's a commenter that i'm yeah. shouting out here for you know the the audio listeners for uh later tonight when when we put this on there um but what a what a big event like you said actually i looked at matt broke the news to me uh, i was yeah, on twitter i was in the middle of a meeting yeah. uh, it was nine 30 he texted and i was hesitant at that point um because i just you know how somebody like there's literally somebody like two days ago that was tweeting out that he's going to saudi arabia so i was trying not to get too excited or whatever um because i was like 
we've heard this. I, maybe it's just the Messi to Miami stuff. I've heard this for three years, right? Like we've heard it for three years doing this show that what if he sometimes comes here, sometime comes here, it's going to be Miami. It's going to be Messi. And they've been flirting with them for so long. And I'm excited now more that he like had a whole press conference where he's like, I'm going to Miami like that. That's nice. MLS put out like a MLS PR put out like a statement, like very wild. happy. Messi intends to come here. Nothing officially done or whatever. But I was like, this is a weird, like they never usually comment on that type of stuff. So it does seem like it's going good. It does seem like it's on its way. Uh, but it's George, just, you know what it was. It was, uh, I, I think the league's going, whoa, 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 whoa. We got to make sure that Miami's just got this one DP spot that he's bringing him over on. Like, we <laughs> yeah, that they're not using five. This. Um, <laughs> there was also like a tweet that I saw USMNT thoughts respond to. I don't know minutes after, seconds after Apple put it up, and then it was immediately deleted. And it was uh, yesterday or two days ago. My uh, Apple TV put out a tweet that said like. Argentina, Barcelona, PSG, Apple TV. And people thought that meant he was going to Miami, but it was actually about a documentary that they're going to be doing for Messi. Well, Apple TV retweeted that today and then put Miami after the news broke and then immediately deleted it. It lasted a minute, maybe. But I was just like, wow, things are going nuts <laughs> right about now. Um we had Matt message us. He doesn't follow MLS. I had people in my work coming up to me about it. You had people reaching out to you. It really is kind of like that, I don't know, where were you moment, right? Uh, I remember when the Beckham news broke. I wasn't as hardcore watching it at that point, but I, I did remember that being a thing. And I think if we're going to talk about this, because we kind of brought it up in the message with Matt and stuff where, you know, he was talking about the Beckham deal and, and stuff like that. This is bigger, right? This this is a bigger deal. And I'll say that because Messi, while getting up there in age, is still the biggest star in the world when it comes to this sport. Um, maybe Ronaldo's the biggest star, but Messi is the biggest, like the best player that'll ever grace our MLS pitches for the foreseeable future. And I think that is what is so amazing about this is it, it finally feels like after all of those rumors, we're finally getting to it. We're finally getting to see it. And I would have been upset if he went to Barcelona again and then came here. He's already getting up there. You know, I can't, was he 36? Maybe older. Yeah, 36 oh. I believe. I just tried to pull that out of my butt, but I don't I don't know. He is 35. Okay, not as bad as I thought. Young. But if he had played like yeah, look, he's only 3 years older than me. Right? He's a, he's a young guy. <laughs> but like but I do want to say without Beckham this doesn't happen. Not just because he's Miami's owner and that he was the one convincing Messi to come here, but he, the league changed when Beckham came, right? If people were not around for that time, no big stars were playing in this league at that time. Beckham 
created the domestic, uh, you know, the DP, not the designated player. I was going to say domestic partner. Sorry. That's like it, at work. That's what DP stands for when I'm in insurance is domestic partner. So that's exactly where my brain was going. Designated player. That was created to get Beckham over here. And what did they do? They gave Beckham in his contract an option to buy into a club. That becomes Miami. That Messi went to PSG. You know who went to PSG after LA Galaxy? David Beckham. And there's this connection here where he was there visiting and it's a club he used to play for. He's talking to Messi. They're probably working overtime to get him over here. Adidas is the sponsored jerseys for Major League Soccer. Messi has played for teams that have had Nike in Barcelona and PSG. Now, Argentina is Adidas. He's an Adidas, uh, what's it called? Adidas uh, um, athlete, right? Like, he, that's who his deals through is Adidas. And he has a deal with Apple TV, apparently, or Apple. He has a deal with Apple. Um, and now, like we said, we're getting, we're getting this documentary. The pieces are just lining up for him to actually come over here now. And I think that's really fun. My nephew is starting to really pay attention to soccer. And uh, one of his favorite teams he loves watching is PSG. And he's talking about Messi. He's talking about Mbappe. He's talking about Neymar. And I think his guy is mainly Mbappe. But Messi going to Miami, that might get him more interested in, you know, he's only 10. He's been to Orlando City games. But that might get him more interested in turning on the Apple TV to watch Messi games. Um, and, and stuff like that. So I, I think this is a huge deal. It makes so much sense more than any of those other clubs. I wish he had come over here before he went to PSG though. I, I do think that PSG experiment really failed. Uh, they have not won a champions league. That's why they brought him in. That's why they kept Mbappe. That's why they were trying to keep Neymar. And I wouldn't be surprised if all of these players start moving on soon because it sucks. But you know what? I'm, I'm just happy he's coming in. I, I see all these tickets going for insane prices. Games he's not even going to play in. People are just buying the next game that Miami's playing in these cities, but he's not going to play in those games. He will not be playing until probably August is the rumor. <laughs> David is an LA uh, FC fan here. I know he's commented on some of our videos before with LA FC stuff. Honestly, what the F did everyone expect? We're MLS. We're the US. We have plans. We execute. That's it. We go out there and we get our man. It didn't work for Ronaldo because our, our best option was... <laughs> sporting KC apparently for that um September LAFC versus Miami tickets are at a thousand dollars according to it yeah that's nuts now that he has a chance in playing right so yeah right I can see that but this will draw so many more eyes I don't think these tickets were going for this much when Beckham was here this moves the needle even more with the Apple TV deal, Logan, this is a worldwide TV deal. You're going to get subs in Argentina. You're going to get subs in Spain that are going to want to watch Messi. 
and yeah, Star Wars yeah. here. Joseph Martinez plus Messi is going to be the Godfather, yeah. showing Messi how to run this league. Younger than Messi too. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, he's just a young lad compared to Messi or to Messi. Um, I, I mean, like you said, like I think you summed it up perfectly. Uh, when, when people are reaching out to you that don't watch soccer, have no interest, and in even bash soccer, to go, dude, Messi's going to Miami. Like the best player in the world is coming to uh, an MLS team. And an MLS team that, I mean, Jordan, I mean, we talked about them for three years now. They just floundered, um, just fired their head coach, bringing in uh, arguably one of the best players in history, if not the best. People argue that, you know, still Pele. Um, but, I, I mean, it, it's unbelievable. Like, I, I think Alex Lindley, who covers Miami, who we had on the show, she's just like, this is just so, this is the most surreal moment of my career. Um, she tweeted that. And it really is. I mean, it it's not going to feel real until he's out on the, on the pitch. Um, but it is amazing. I mean, think about uh, like, and they had a comment there. Um, Instagram screen guys that did not see it firsthand. Uh, that's pretty funny. Uh, and then I have no Apple devices, so I can never watch MLS. Can't figure out how to get it on pixel phone. Um, it's depressing. Um, yeah, but I, I mean, I'll tell you how I'll tell you how. So it, it depends. You don't actually need an Apple device. I know that can be confusing. Um, if you have a Roku TV, if you have a Fire Stick through Amazon, um, you can watch them uh, through the Apple TV app on those platforms. And if you have like a Android phone, you can go to, there's a browser uh, version of the Apple TV stuff that you can watch. They are working on an Android app. I don't know if that is really what a Pixel is considered because I think that's Google. Um, but I think they are working on that is, is what they're saying. I don't know how long it's going to take, but like, I don't have an Apple device other than my phone, but I, I have a Roku TV stick or a fire stick in every room. So I just download the Apple TV app on there and I can watch it that way. And, uh, if you don't have one of those, I recommend it because, you can get a Roku or a Fire Stick for about 15 bucks, especially if you go like when they do Cyber Monday deals or so even if you don't want to get it this year, Cyber Monday deals, Amazon deals or Black Friday deals, Target usually has a Fire Stick for like 15 bucks and you just go get it. I think it's $30 regularly. So if you don't want to spend 30 bucks on it, $15 on Black Friday $15 on Cyber Monday, and you're set. You are set for uh, watching pretty much uh, anything on there. Um, so I recommend it because I know some people have been confused on, do you need an Apple device? Do you not need an Apple device? You you don't, um, but you need the app, and that is available on many things. Before, it used to only be on Apple devices, and then when they started launching Apple TV+, Plus they wanted more subscribers. So they started putting it out uh, on everything. Uh, David says, Chucky Lozano to LAFC is what I'm anticipating and dreaming of. He's a Mexican national who just won Serie A with Napoli. I'm very happy Napoli won Serie A. I can see a different team win it. Uh, he said, Pulisic to St. Louis. <laughs> I don't know about that. He he should be going to Philly. Uh, Alfonso Davies to Toronto, McKenney to Atlanta. Let's do it. And then he says, Messi to MLS is a gimmick. Got to make a bigger splash. We need more big name signings now. Well, 
that's the thing. We're, we're kind of getting to this point now where we're getting beat by Saudi Arabia for every, for every player. Now they just signed um, Benzema. Right. And you know, they were trying to get messy. That's going to be a problem because they can literally offer boatloads of cash that MLS cannot, but there are levels to the game. MLS has established itself as, as, I wouldn't say, you know, as much people want to joke about retirement league and stuff, the the, the game has expanded in MLS. There's overseas fans that pay attention to MLS now. There's, it's so much different than when Beckham came over here or even when like Steven Gerrard and Frank Lampard came over here. So I, I do think seeing Messi, the best player in the world, make his way over here, I think might drive some people to want to do that. They might want to play against him instead of going to Saudi Arabia and face against Ronaldo. So that is, uh, that's, that's the main thing here. Uh, you know, Saudi Arabia has been really influencing sports lately. They bought, you know, Newcastle. They just had the live merger with PGA, which is throwing the golf world for a loop. They're trying to get into boxing now, and that was something I was seeing. They're trying to get, you know, their money into all aspects of every sport, and I don't like that. So I do like that Messi was able to stand up and say, "No, I'm going to um, South Beach." You know, he he pulled the he even had his own little press pulled conference. He pulled a LeBron. Did, yep. Uh, I I love that Barcelona also, Jordan. I don't know if you saw their official statement wishing him luck in Miami. <laughs> Like what? Like what a mess of a club. Uh, I wouldn't want to go back because they were really trying to get him back. They were, yeah. Um, And now there's rumors that Sergio Busquets, yeah, uh, that uh, Sergio Ramos eventually. Like there's so many people now being thrown around. Luis Suarez uh, coming out of Gremio, who he's playing in Brazil with. Like there's so many names now, Um, and I think David made a good point. I mean. I don't see a lot of these younger players coming over. Um, I still think we're not at that level yet, obviously. I still think that the Premier League is is always going to be far and away the better league um, until I think MLS really starts to kind of get all that Tam Gam and, and stuff like that out of the way. You, you really kind of fit. I saw a tweet, Jordan, that was really funny. It said, uh, welcome to all the people that are going to come over and watch Messi from Europe and like South America and understand that and go, what the hell's Tam Gam and DP? Like, <laughs> yeah. what the hell's all that stuff? Like, Yeah, welcome players. to the world of MLS. <laughs> the Star Wars Satan says Tata Martino to enter Miami. Yeah, FC. that's the rumor. Yeah. That would be. That's the rumor. Look, there, there was a thing this weekend where people were putting out: Do you let uh, Messi pick the coach if it gets him here? I was adamant: No, you do not. I don't want players to have that sort of power because it could throw off what it is for the other things. I don't know what they agreed to. I doubt Messi gets to pick the coach, but if he does, and it is Tata Martino, he has MLS experience and he's won an MLS Cup. So I, I would say. That's a good pick then. Like that's that's great. Um I don't know. I, I think they had to fire Phil Neville knowing they were getting ready to make this ploy, right? Because there's no way he comes over yeah, Phil Neville's the coach. Yeah. This is a clean house. Um I, I mean Pep wins Pep wins the Champions League, Jordan. What else has he got to do? He's got to win MLS Cup. He said he's gonna stay there because of their sanctions. He's gonna because yeah. uh, of the he said he won't give up on them. 
Uh, you know, you should. Um, but no, just head over to Miami. It, it's warm. Um, a Pep would do great in Miami. Like, just absolutely wonderful. I could see him wearing some pink. It'd be some it'd be nice colors and stuff. But I do no, but I do wonder, Jordan, um, if Messi does come over, uh, whether this year, next year, this year especially, he's going to come over and go, what the hell is this? Like, who are these guys? <laughs> Will he like, play why? on turf? A lot uh, of them don't. A yeah, lot of them don't. Question. Um, yeah. So some of these people might be buying tickets for games that he's right. definitely. He just bought in their new stadium, play. like I think with ticket sales. Shoot, oh, jersey yeah. sales, jersey oh sales, ticket sales. <laughs> They're going to be swimming in the money. This is unbelievable. Like, At, it, this it is just... what MLS needed. Apple subs are going to go up. Yeah. What I will say too is we already heard from Apple. They're they're very happy with the amount of selling they've d- done on these things. So that report where they were upset was totally bogus, like we thought. But uh, I mean, they could just be saying that. But uh, yeah, I don't think they would even speak on it if they were gonna lie. <laughs> I think they would just say, "Yeah, like we're happy we have MLS." I don't, I don't know if they would start talking money, but yeah. I'm just excited. I'm gonna get to see Sergio Aguero if I go to a Miami game. Like, <laughs> well, he'll be in the stands, best friends right? With Lionel. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He'll be in the stands. <laughs> Sergio might be like, you know, my heart's all right. I think I might go play. Um, He's right, like, but, the issue was my heart's in Miami this whole time. Yeah, right. That's what it was. Um, <laughs> but like, I, I mean, I, I just don't see where like this is. Th- th- this is such a big. This might be one of the biggest things in any of the sports that we have here. Like, that's how massive. Lionel Messi is the amount of market he brings with him is unbelievable. Like he is a global superstar. We don't really, I mean, I guess LeBron James would be the closest thing we have to him. And I would say that more people are going to know who Messi is than LeBron James, or at least care who that is. The closest thing we have to Messi was when Pele played for the Cosmos. Yeah. And that was before we were born. So this right. is a, uh, you know, the, the Neymar to LA Galaxy. Should be <laughs> I would love that, by the way. It would be fun, but I don't. I don't know if Galaxy is able to. Maybe to pull in ten that years, off. that might be Maybe more of an years. LAFC thing. Uh, which I wonder if David would would want that. Um, so I got a question for you. Like I, I know we we can talk about his praises all day. Uh, maybe we could go after a little bit of like. Jordan, like, is there a chance that he comes here and we get a good year out of him two years? Like, is that realistic or do you think he's – because I, I do think that, like, while we can have these huge expectations, while we can say he's just going to absolutely tear up this league, he very well will, I think. But I think it's a matter of, like, there's some chance that he comes over. This team's, you know, it's good. It's better. Obviously, he's got the best player in the world. But, like – He's again. He's thirty five. He's going on thirty six. Yes, he's Lionel Messi, but everybody has a date with Father Time. So, like, I, I just wonder: is it? He's going to be really good in this league, but is it just a year? Is it two years? We looking at you know. Well, four you know, when years? I when I thought he was thirty six, I was thinking like a year and a half. But yeah. thirty five, I think he can push for three years. I, th- I think you can yeah. get to maybe thirty eight. It depends on also how much there's going to be players that are no names that are going to want to chop him up 
with their yeah. legs and it's going to be, you know, how it's MLS. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's how it is. The good thing with Messi is a professional. He's got a brand on his own. He's going to come here. He's going to give it his all. I don't think he's going to struggle in the sense that we saw Higuain struggle say, where Higuain he's or, or, or in Signe or Bernadeschi where they're kind of, I mean, look, I, I don't think any player has the right to do this, but if any player had the right to act like Bernadeschi where he's upset about media day and all that, it would be messy, not Bernadeschi, <laughs> you know? I mean, but, but Messi's going to be professional. He's going to go in, he's going to do his job. Uh, so, so I do think that is a really big win uh, for MLS and for Miami, because this is a guy uh, there you go. As an LAFC fan, I wanted Messi to the Galaxy, the perfect villain. Uh, but we need more East Coast stars, I will say. So I do like that he's going to Miami. I feel like all the big names have been going to LA's, both LA teams. Ever since New York cleared the way of Lampard and um, David Villa and Terry on Ray and Tim Cahill, we've had like no East Coast stars like this. So I- I'm very excited. Um, that he's going to be on the East Coast, and it, it's at a time that I'll be able to watch more games of too. Seven o'clock, you know, seven thirty will be good. But I, I think that it will be so much fun to watch this guy. You're going to see the class on him over the rest of the players in the squad. Does this make Miami any sort of contender for any sort of? trophies i don't think this year like i I think this will be i mean look he's won 43 trophies in his club and country career he scored 806 goals in 1027 games it's insane i think he'll score goals i think he'll assist goals i think he'll get frustrated when he sets up a good assist and somebody just knocks it way wide but maybe this will help find joseph martinez's form uh, as well, right? Like maybe having the surface of Messi passing you the ball is going to make him, uh, you know, more like his Atlanta United self. Mbappe to LAFC soon after 2026. He is still too young for that, I think, but that would be a huge get in the sense that he would be prime, right? Because how old is Mbappe? Like 24? Yeah, he's, he's really young. <laughs> yeah, no, that would be like... If that happens, that would that's be, when you can call the MLS a, a legit. He's twenty four. Yeah, like an All right, so legitimate league. <laughs> in three years, he'd be twenty seven, and that would be yeah, that would be a player in his prime making a move like this. I yeah. I think Mbappe. <clears throat> I keep teasing my cousin, my nephew, because he he's an Mbappe fan and he loves PSG, and he's like saying about how much how Mbappe is contracted to be through 2025. I was like, it doesn't mean anything in soccer, but no, not at all. I yeah. was like, he's like going to be going to Madrid probably yeah. in a year or so. Uh, because like I said, that, that PSG thing is kind of falling flat where I feel like at this point, you're almost wasting your time. If you're Mbappe, they won the league. Right. And they're firing their coach, <laughs> you know, like that, that that's how it is at PSG because you win that league every single year. Most of the time. Um, they're they're constantly graded by just the scale of did you win the Champions League? No. 
Ooh, uh, all right. Well, let's move on from Messi. We do have some quick things we also need to talk about. I think the next big thing, and if more comments come in about Messi, we'll continue to to talk about them. But a big thing that was announced uh, yesterday was CONCACAF is changing the name of the CONCACAF Champions League to the CONCACAF Champions Cup. So this is beginning in 2024. It is an expanded tournament that will include 27 clubs in 51 matches. Champions will now earn 5 million US dollars, which is 10 times the prize pot of the winner. I think the winner gets 500k this year and they're going to get 5 million dollars starting next year. This is a huge deal. I saw some people say this is not a big enough deal to make MLS and Liga Mekis teams care more. I don't increasing the prize by 10% or however many percent it is to uh, 10 times, not 10%, 10 times to like $5 million. That's just the winner. Uh, you're going to see an increase in runner up, semifinalists, all this kind of stuff. That's a pretty big deal. And that is the type of stuff we need to be able to take the Champions Cup now more seriously, I think, for some of these teams. A lot of times it was a vanity thing, right? It was, I want to be the first MLS team to win this thing. I want to prove that we can go out there and do this. All right, Seattle did it. LAFC got to a final two times. Now we move on to can you win it and actually help your teams get more money from it by increasing the prize. And I think this prize increasing to this much, if an MLS team is not prioritizing the champions cup with a $5 million prize pot, which is more than winning MLS cup, you're nuts and you're not a serious organization. If you are in that competition and not taking it seriously, this should be what every team is striving for going forward. You win MLS cup to get to the champions league. You, you know, you win the open cup to get to the champions league. That should be the goal. So that way you can win that prize money. You can invest it into your team. Now, obviously there's a salary cap, so you can't, but you can invest it into the youth. You can invest it into building new facilities. We're already hearing rumors about how bad the Rapids training facilities are and everything. If the Rapids won this thing, they could be able to rebuild the whole thing or you know add some more stuff on. And eventually, I think with, with this increasing, at some point MLS is going to have to increase their prize pot. And MLS is going to have to expand their salary cap even more. And they're going to have to expand and start letting some of these teams have more leeway to be able to compete in this competition. Yeah, no, I, I think everything you said is right. Like if you're not if you're not trying to win five million dollars as an MLS team, especially for, for those teams that aren't like an LA, um, like a Miami, uh, you know, New York, not spending as much money. I mean, $5 million to, to go to renovations of stadiums or training facilities towards players, um, especially because signing a, a really good young player is uh, sometimes cheaper on the cheaper end. You get two players out of that. I mean, I feel like 
you know, prioritizing the Champions League now has, it's going to become, I guess, exponentially better. Um, Just people taking it seriously. And I think the competition gets better when teams take it seriously because I think Big Mekis is always taking it seriously because they don't want, they don't want the U.S. to be successful in competing with them because not only is it good for um, them in their league itself, but it's also good in the CONCACAF region because I think that when dual nationals, because we have a lot of those um, between Mexico and the United States, I mean, this is, it's massive that LAFC and them keep going toe to toe with, with the biggest clubs in Mexico, because now you have those dual national kids that are going to be playing that could claim to be us or uh, Mexico. And they're going to decide maybe us because they saw LAFC come in and, and beat up on somebody or Seattle come up and beat up on somebody, Billy. Like, I mean, it, it's big. And I think, you know, the, this rebrand's interesting. Um, it's going to be weird not calling it Champions League because it that's a, a, a normal standard, I think, across the world. But Well, they I mean, all guess... started doing it off of the Champions League. Yeah. <laughs> you know what right. I'm saying? Like, they all wanted yeah. to have their own. And I, I kind of liked that, that each one called themselves the Champions League so you could mm-hmm. easily explain it. Like, yeah. hey, you know how they have a Champions League at UEFA? But when so you're shortening yeah. it and you're just saying, we got Champions League match day. People are going to think, what, so you're playing UEFA somehow? So I, I do like that they changed it to something else. I think it sounds a little too much like the old FIFA names before they had the, the rights. They used to call it the Champions Cup <laughs> over there, but it's fine. We're going to get into the format here in a little bit, but the prize money is huge. You can really invest this in your club if you win this thing and uh the bad thing is the teams that need to need five mil to invest are probably not going to be the ones that even make it to the final uh you're going to have your well-run organizations like lafc reach finals and seattle and i mean this was ultimately a deciding factor yeah this was a deciding factor messi he looked over here and said i you know what i'm tired of i'm tired of the mls getting beaten he said i didn't win the champions league with psg (laughs) so it's time to do it with miami that'd be great uh miami by the way plays in the open cup tonight and uh talk about if it's huge deflation if they lose this game to birmingham tonight i guess nobody will care they'll be focused on messy uh so here's the new format it's going to be three uh caribbean cup teams so remember Concacaf has a caribbean cup um so three of those teams that yeah i guess like the winner the runner-up and somebody else are going to get into this then they also have the central american cup for Concacaf. six of those teams are going to get in three leagues cup teams are going to get in Liga Mekis is going to have six teams. That is without the League's Cup teams. Five MLS teams. Two Canadian Championship. Oh, no. Two Canadian Premier League. Is that what it is? Um, This is a very small picture, so I'm just trying to read it off of this thing, this graphic here. I can't expand it, I guess. Uh, I guess not. I guess it won't let me expand it. Uh, And then one Open Cup and one Canadian Championship team getting in there. 
so th- that's how it's go- that's how it's going to go. Then you have round one, which is a round of twenty seven. I guess I don't know how that's going to work. And then you're going to have round of sixteen. Then you're going to have the quarterfinals, the semifinals, and the final. I believe we reported before that this is going to be when they switch to having a one leg final, which hopefully. Hopefully that is the case because I can't stand the two leg finals. It uh, doesn't feel like a final at all. But I, I think so because it says 51 matches. So I would assume that one is the final. Uh, or else I don't know how else you'd get to an uneven number of matches. But yeah, so that is uh, that's the new format for the Champions Cup. I think we kind of had already known format was changing this is just them announcing it officially i do like the logo by the way the logo looks pretty good i guess let me see if i can present this to the class here so here you go this is their font and i like that you have like the trophy it's going to kind of match what their caribbean cup and central american cup one looks like but I like it. I I like having some more um some more great stuff. I love this region. I love the CONCACAF region, so I'm excited to see these changes take effect and hopefully make a better product. I think the CONCACAF Champions League now Champions Cup has really come a long way from what it was when I really started watching in like 2008 or nine, whenever Real Salt Lake got to the final, I I was really into it then, but just the level of play has gotten better with each iteration that they've done. And uh, yeah, I'm just really excited to see it um, grow even more. So hopefully this is a, a good competition going forward. And I think this is still the premier competition. I think this will be bigger than League's Cup still. I I don't know how people are going to treat League's Cup yet or how even the teams are going to treat it. Yeah, that'll be interesting over the next month that we we get to see that um, in about a month, a little bit over a month. So, um, yeah, that'll be pretty exciting. 43 days. Yeah, I think it was. It's like mid-July. July 19th. But it, I just know June 1st is 50 days from the event. So we're on June 7th. So yeah, should be about 43 to 44 days away. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it, this is all speaking to just the fact that, like you said, I mean, this this region has – I mean, you and I love this region a lot. We like watching CONCACAF. We like watching – U.S. Men's National Team and, and the qualification that we've covered over the last, you know, three years or whatever it's been. Then the World Cup, when it came around, had a good showing in the World Cup. Um, but now, Jordan, I mean, like, uh, it, it, it all goes back to that messy talk. It's like, you know, Lionel Messi, the best player in the world, is coming to an MLS United States club. Like, he's playing in the United States leading up to the 2026 World Cup here in the United States. He should be playing up until right around that point anyway, if all goes well, and he sticks around in Miami for a couple of years. I mean, we're going to be watching him leading up into um, that, uh, I guess, I get into that uh, the climactic moment where the U.S. takes the field on, on home soil in the World Cup, and we welcome the likes of like a, a Neymar, uh, Mbappe, 
Um, you've got like a Kevin De Bruyne, like you've got guys that are going to be coming over that, I mean, they're world players. I mean, these guys are players that are going to be on a world stage here in the United States. It's huge for the region. Like I can't express enough how much this means to this region in particular, even though Messi's got no ties to the United States, except for now that he plays for an MLS club. It's going to bring in such an influx of fans into this league. We were, I mean, if you're listening to this and you've been a fan of MLS or you've been a fan of CONCACAF, like this is like the the starting point of something I think really exciting for this region um, because I felt like Europe has figured it out. South America's figured it out. It's now time for like Central America, North America, you know, that I think it's, it's coming like this region's becoming a hotbed for soccer talent. And it just started with some of these guys that were younger that are playing on the big premier league clubs. And now it's kind of come to a head with this messy stuff. And I don't know. I mean, it, it's probably the most excited I've ever been as far as this region's concerned, not just this league. So the fact that this tournament's getting a kind of a revamp here and, and there's going to be an emphasis on intensity, it seems like they're all hitting it right at the right point. And, and I think the, the rivalry between the United States and Mexico is probably the best it's ever been as the U.S. is starting to kind of topple that over uh, with the leading, you know, kind of the giants that have been just ruling over the region. So Canada's way better than they've ever been. Um, Costa Rica, way better than they've ever been. I mean, it, it's just so many teams um, that, I mean, this region's just got to be on fire right now. And MLS has helped each of those countries yes. get better. I mean, uh, even USL, like USL has Jamaicans and, you know, some of these other CONCACAF teams uh, having their players become better players over there. So, like, you know, U.S. soccer has really helped with that. Uh, talking about U.S. soccer, let's talk about these Nations League roster here. As next week, we have a huge semifinal against Mexico coming up. Uh, the final roster is 23 players. Matt Turner in goal. Sergino Dest. Walker Zimmerman. Chris Richards. Anthony Robinson in the defense. Uh, along with, uh, well, I guess this is going by numbers, not by positions, but... Eunice Musa, Gio Reyna, Weston McKenney in midfield, Ricardo Pepe, Christian Pulisic, Brendan Aronson as forwards, Miles Robinson as a defender, Drake Callender as a goalkeeper, Luca Della Torre and Johnny Cardoso and Alan Sonora as midfielders, Alex Zendayas as a forward, Sean Johnson as a goalkeeper, Joe Scally as a defender, and then we got Falarin Balagoon uh, as a forward, Timothy Weya, Taylor Booth, both as forwards, and Austin and Trusty as a defender. I, I saw some people upset that Mark McKenzie was not called in, but I'm all right. I, I, I think Zimmerman is still probably better than Mark McKenzie. The Belgian League, it, you know, kind of into where we're I, I don't get to watch the Belgian league really so I have no idea how McKenzie's playing. I know some people are looking at FOT mob ratings and those things can be so off. I'm not really worried about it. But uh any thoughts about the roster? I mean obviously I think everybody's excited for the debut of Balagoon. Um and so I think you know he scored in his final game with uh slots right into starting striker, right? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think so. Uh, I mean, I think maybe you see like a second half appearance as he starts to get accustomed to playing in the system. But like, yeah, if he's going to start, then he's going to start. But uh, like I could see him like I think people would be mad, but I could see also like a 45 minute, uh, you know, here we go. Here's here's a first look at him. Um kind of thing. And, and you also got to remember these guys are coming off of a really long season in Europe. So, you know, I think it, it's not the end of the world too. It was I think. against I think uh, Montpellier. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. But I, I think coming off the end of the season, there's a lot of these guys that I think, um, you know, I think they'll get some, some rest um, because this isn't like a, like, yeah, it's important, but I, and I think it's good competition kind of leading up to getting your, your feet wet with some of this, some of these friendlies that are going to have to be played leading up to 2026 as we start that cycle all over again right now, like this is the beginning kind of that, of that next cycle. Um, so you kind of want to get the guys going uh, and get the system going underneath them. But honestly, I wouldn't be too concerned until a new coach comes in to be, to be quite honest, just the, even looking at the selections, this isn't going to be who the next coach selects. So, you know what I mean? So I, I think they're going to be looking at system. Mark McKenzie might be the number one guy on that list. Um, uh, you know, Walker Zimmerman didn't have the most ideal World Cup. I thought he struggled tremendously uh, compared to the rest of them. But, yeah, no, I'm excited. Uh, see if Tim Ream could be 45 years old or however old he's going to be for 2026 and getting back out there because um, he's the best defender. But, yeah, I think Jordan, just looking at this roster, I got to say I'm, I'm most excited about him. And, and honestly, Gio Reyna, like, I think the kid's got a, a chip on his shoulder. And if he can stay healthy, man, the – he could, uh, he almost helped Dortmund not choke. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. He tried. Choke. He tried. He tried. He tried his best. <laughs> Who are you most excited for? Anybody on the road? I mean, uh, obviously Balagoon, but I, I think Balagoon, because I said I wasn't going to get excited till I saw him yeah, on the pitch. So I, I think, yeah. I think now that that's coming is, uh, look, I want to see how it is. And, you know, if, if he's going to be as prolific as they, as they say, and you know what better way to start than against, against Mexico and really endear yourself to the USA faithful, right? Like, I feel like that would be huge if he comes up and scores a goal, uh, either a winner or just a goal against, uh, the biggest rivals we have. Yeah. And I think any, anytime you score against a world cup team, like look at the look at the look at the clubs that are going to be the World Cup. Mexico's already already clinched a berth. Uh, so again, you're scoring against a team that that uh, has the talent to play in the World Cup and, and joined us in Qatar as well. So anytime that you Balagoon can get off the, the snide there, I mean, unbelievable. It hasn't hasn't scored yet for the U.S. Men's National Team. It's kind of embarrassing. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I think immediate number nine. Um, and I just hope I hope he gets off quickly, Jordan, because I, I don't want. You know, U.S. Men's National Team's winner to take over because that's never fun. Uh, so RSL is signing former. I saw that LAFC striker Christian Arango. Uh, so that is just four months after uh, LAFC transferred him to Pachuca that he's going to be coming back over. Um, that would be really interesting. That, that that's exactly what RSL needs. Get it, some better players <laughs> so i would i think that'd be good I'll, stop sucking that's, let's that's go ahead and i guess look at the table real quick we have cincinnati still in first they have 39 points out of 16 matches which is 10 points above the best western conference team and uh eight points above nashville and second in the east they already won the east 
We're getting close to it. Nashville in second with 31. The Union have climbed all the way up to third. They're one point behind Nashville. For a brief period, I think Philly had played before Nashville, so they were sitting in second for a little bit, and uh, Nashville is now back in second. The Revs have fallen apart. They're in fourth place with 27 points. Columbus in fifth with 24. Atlanta in sixth with 24. They're playing LAFC tonight. Uh, DC is in seventh with 23 points. Orlando in eighth with 23. And Charlotte in ninth with 21. Um, DC and Charlotte have played 17 matches. Orlando has played 15. Most teams have played 16. Montreal in 10th with 19 points. Red Bulls in 11th with 19. Toronto in 12th with 18. NYCFC in 13th with 17 points. They've been up and down all year. Chicago in 14th with 17 points. And Inter-Miami, home of Lionel Messi, in 15th with 15 points. Uh, If he can come in and get them six points, they can be in a playoff spot. (laughs) So, I mean... That's two wins. That's two goals. If they shut him out, I mean, that's that's doable. You think he shows up and, and they win a couple of games? So like uh, he's like, oh, it was a great season, guys. I really enjoyed playing with you these couple months. Um, I'm just gonna go, you know, back to, to the house and just hang out. No, just back to the house and hang out. They're like, no, dude, we made the playoffs. He's like, yeah, yeah. yeah now, he's like, what do you mean about playoffs? <laughs> playoffs. <laughs> How did we qualify? <laughs> In the West, St. Louis somehow first with 29 points. They played 15 games. I'll tell you how they're first. It's because Seattle's in second with 27, but LAFC in third with 25, but they've only played 12 games. They have three to make up for St. Louis, five to make up on Seattle. Uh, So LAFC is only four points off first. They can easily, and they should, easily get back up to uh, first place sometime this season. Dallas in fourth with 24 San Jose in 5th with 23, Vancouver in 6th with 21, Minnesota in 7th with 20, Austin in a playoff spot in 8th and ninth with 19 points, RSL in ninth with 19 points. Houston has now fallen out of the playoff spot, so is Portland, as they are 10th and 11th with 18 and 17 points. SKC is all the way up to 17th, I mean 17 points in 12th place. Uh, Logan, they had like the best May or most points in May out of any of the Western Conference teams. That shows how much a month can turn you around. Colorado in 13th with 13 points and LA Galaxy, maybe home of Neymar, according to David. Uh, or uh, no, that was Star Wars Satan, <laughs> who wants that rumor to come true, uh, is uh, sitting in last place with 12 points. Well, that's not a real rumor, by the way. I just wanted to make that clear so people don't say, according to the stateside soccer show, Neymar is yeah, we break a lot of that in LAX of right yeah. now as he's... <laughs> well, actually, he was in Miami for uh, the NBA Finals. So, was he really? Yeah, he was there. I was like, wait a minute. That's weird because he and Messi are best friends. Neymar and I just be like, you know what? I'm done. Because he's Let's always go. been rumored to... to axed it with the national team now i have to remind myself how old neymar is then he's got to be like 27 that's my guess and he is oh my god he's 31 i thought yeah like i I thought he was older because he there were rumors that in 2026 he wasn't gonna play in the world cup i just remember him being you know he's been playing since 2009 so uh, you know he was young then but he's only a year younger than me He's only four years younger than Messi is. That's insane. 
Yeah, it feels My like a whole gosh. different generation, doesn't it? Yeah, he seems like a really young kid, but I don't think he really burst onto the scene as quickly as some of the younger guys usually do. Well, because he started at Santos, and then he yeah. had to make a transfer while Messi broke in as a youngster. And yeah, he was uh, like twelve, I think. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, all right, so games going on right now: U.S. Open Cup at eight o'clock, Birmingham Legion versus Miami. Inner Miami. Let me clarify that. And then Dallas St. Louis is abandoned for whatever reason. Not sure what happened there. I'll look it up in a second. I think Ronaldo's oh. coming. Yeah. Salt Lake hosting LA Galaxy in the Open Cup, Vancouver and Montreal in the Open Cup. No, Canadian Championship. Sorry. Uh, at 10 o'clock. And LAFC hosting Atlanta in an MLS match here. Um, at 10.30 on, on Apple TV. Dallas and... Oh, okay, I see what they're saying. They're resuming the game that got canceled a few weeks ago. Uh, so that's why it says abandoned. It's not abandoned now. They're just they're about to start in a couple minutes here, it looks like. 8.30. They're, they're going to be starting at 8.30 Eastern time. St. Louis, Dallas. Saturday, June 10th, we have... Atlanta hosting DC at 7:30. Charlotte hosting Seattle. Montreal hosting Minnesota. New England hosting Miami. Orlando hosting Colorado. That one is free. Just for you. Toronto hosting Nashville. Then at 8:30, we have Chicago hosting Columbus. Houston hosting LAFC. Both of those games are free. SKC hosting Austin at 8:30. RSL hosting NYCFC at 9.30. San Jose hosting the Philadelphia Union at 10.30. Vancouver hosting Cincinnati at 10.30. Then on Sunday, we have St. Louis hosting LA Galaxy. That is free on Apple TV and also on Fox. And then we also have Portland hosting FC Dallas at 10 o'clock free on Apple TV and also on FS1. Any of those games stick out to you? I mean, I'm, I'm going to go with the Union and Quakes game. Um, Quakes at fifth. Uh, they've won one and lost one in their or won one drawn one in their last two games. Um, I, the Union winning four straight. Like we're starting to get into this territory with Philadelphia. And had Nashville and Cincinnati not been as hot as they've been, the Union would have caught them. <laughs> so I, I mean, Cincinnati's playing out of their minds. Um, I, I think. Their biggest challenge, I think, in Cincinnati is obviously going to be when when the goals do run dry, which I think they will eventually, where do they turn? Because they've, they've got Brenner is out, um, and they've got Brandon Vasquez, who it, it could very well be likely here um, in a couple of weeks when, when the European transfer window starts to kind of open up again, where those rumors begin, because um, you, you've got that pause. Uh, I worry about that pause, too, Jordan. Like, that pause in, in – Leagues Cup, like you said, like it's such a weird dynamic because we don't have this any kind of similar, I guess, cup in any kind of sports that we ever play. Like we don't have a midseason month long stop for a lot of these teams who are taking it seriously. I could see like a union going, you know what, let's win a game, show what we got and we'll back out um, kind of thing. Whereas like a, you know, like a Cincinnati eager for their first trophy, they get excited, beat a couple teams up against the Mexican giant, you know, what happens there. So I don't know. I think Philadelphia is in a really good spot. They they haven't really, I guess, succeeded in the things they wanted to this year. 
which is really dangerous for a team like this that's hungry for some kind of trophy. And the only trophy I think realistically that's out there that's left for them is MLS Cup. I, I'm interested to kind of see what the Union's rest of the season is going to look like because I do think that this is, when healthy, this is a, still, if not the most dangerous, one of the most dangerous teams, uh, at least in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, you know, for some of the teams, this break's going to come at the right time, and for some of these teams, it's going to come at the absolute worst time. Yep. Uh, and if the Union keep up with their streak of wins, it's going to come at a bad time because they will have been in a really good run of form that might get disrupted for some of these teams that are in a really bad form. <laughs> it's going to come at their best time. They're going to be able to maybe uh, make a run or do something. My pick is a little off the wall here. I think I'm going to go with SKC Austin. So SKC had a really good month in May. Uh, they're still not great. Austin has won three out of five against SKC since they've entered the league. Austin has kind of been hot and cold, uh, mostly cold this season. They've gotten a little bit better to get into one of those playoff spots. So I'm a little uh, a little curious on, on how this game is going to go because for one of these teams, you know, if, if SKC wins this, they actually leapfrog Austin. They'll have 20 points. They'll go up to eighth place in the West while Austin will drop down a spot or actually out of the playoffs, depending on other results. If Austin wins, they can get up to sixth place pretty much if Vancouver and Minnesota don't do anything and uh, they'll have 22 points and they'll be kind of sitting nice. And SKC will be maybe looking at opportunity where they say, man, we probably could have, added some more points against a team that hasn't been a hundred percent. So I don't know. I think that one's a very intriguing matchup and kind of curious on how that's going to play out Saturday night. But I think that'll wrap us up here. Uh, I got one thing I want to do. Yeah. It's just So you can start the music, cue the music. Let's do it. Um, okay. I don't know if you can hear it because I, oh, I can hear it again. That's there you great. Go. Can you hear it? Yeah, I can hear it. I try, baby. Um, no, I want to. I want to do something fun, just kind of in the episode. We can do this if we want to, like the rest of the time. We don't have to do this, but um, I guess one takeaway, Jordan, of the whole show. What's the What's the biggest takeaway you're taking with you out of this episode that we've done? Messi, Chicho, Arango back in the MLS. I have to US go with Arango. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I think that. The big takeaway is, look, there's rumors that Messi is going to get a cut of the jersey sale, is going to get a cut of the Apple TV stuff. I think that's interesting if that's what it takes. But whatever you got to do to sweeten the pot. But I wonder how much that might affect the bottom line of some of these other teams. But I think what they think is they'll make so much more money, it's like tossing an extra sense towards them instead of, yeah. you know, that. But I don't know. I think uh, my biggest takeaway would have to be just the fact that this is really happening. It seems. Yeah. No, I, I think I agree with you. I think the biggest thing for me is how much Apple TV is, is just absolutely rolling in dough right now. Um, I, I think that this is huge because I think like you and I've talked about all along and you and I were big fans of Apple taking this over if it was done correctly so far, they've done really well with this. Now they've got an influx of money coming 
Apple's killing it already uh, with their technology and, and some of the new announcements that they've made with virtual reality and the new headsets and the new phones and what those are going to look like. And that's going to be able to do. You're going to be able to watch MLS season past Jordan like it's in freaking Lionel Messi's running around your living room um, with those new vision goggles. I think Apple, man, what a huge deal for them, I think. I, I, it looks a little on... too much, though. Like that presentation how... where like... Yeah. The pr- player, little, the basketball yeah. player, like scored, and then he's like standing in the living room. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I don't really need that. <laughs> like messy sweat just drops down. So my biggest takeaway is again, yeah, how massive this is for uh, Apple and I guess the branding of, of MLS because I think that the we've arrived. I mean, we're going to be talked about on a global stage now. There, everybody, BT. I mean, all the British networks going to be picking us up. All the Spanish networks going to be picking us up. It's unbelievable. Like, I, I can't believe that this has happened. Oh, there you have it. Thank you all for watching or listening. We will catch you next week when we talk about Messi's first game. I'm just kidding. Remember, he's not appearing yet, about, everyone. He's not yeah, appearing yet. We, Stop buying $100 about, tickets. I think we're talking next one. We're talking about Neymar's uh, move to, yes. <laughs> to San Jose, right? Yeah. Uh, thank you all for watching. Listen, you can catch us at Stateside Show on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. Um, email us statesideshow at gmail.com with any feedback that you have. You can rate us on Spotify now, and you can also rate us on Apple. Talk about Apple having a <laughs> dynasty, I guess. They have they our have, show, they, too. They carry it's pretty crazy. Uh, but yeah, yeah. so <laughs> looking for that money. Go ahead and follow us on all those platforms. Send us some reviews or feedback. We'll love to read them on air. Thank you for everyone who commented during the episode. We're about to record our Ted Lasso finale stuff, so you'll be able to catch that on the feed uh, either later tonight or tomorrow. So uh, join us there. That's another Apple thing. Oh, my God. All right, we'll wrap it up now. Thank you all. Have a great rest of your day.